1: Pure Talk, my sponsor, and my wireless company is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. As you plan your summer travel, make sure your wireless company covers you at home and abroad. Unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. Go to puretalk.com slash jesse to make the switch today and save an additional 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com slash jesse. Hey, everyone. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call.
0: You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter and the Cheetah Girls movies. Together, we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.
2: This is The Jesse Kelly Show.
1: It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Final hour of The Jesse Kelly Show. Drove the show right off the rails tonight. We've just gone all in on history here for a while. I don't care. I've been enjoying it. We have to get back to something. Why? Well, you know what? Let me do this first. First, you can email the show. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Jesse at jessikellyshow.com Also a reminder, we were informed of this by the president. It's harder
2: for people to buy stabilized braces. Put a pistol on a brace, it turns into a gun. (laughs) Makes it more, you can have a higher caliber weapon, a higher caliber bullet coming out of that gun.
1: That's obviously true, and so we have another update.
2: It's Journalist Jesse there's just no one better we love
1: jesse he's the best jesse please kiss my baby jesse 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 my 300 blackout bullet has already circled the planet multiple times now it just took out the torch on the statue of liberty hope nobody was hurt look i'll pay the repairs had i known the pistol brace was going to increase the caliber I wouldn't have ever shot it. I will pay the repairs. Reach out. All right, let's go back to this. Why don't we produce experts? I've been going over the Mongols and the history of it and all these things. So I went over the Mongol military institution. This is the kind of thing it would produce. The Mongols would. They would do things like... They wanted people to think that they were numerous. You know, the Mongols were almost always outnumbered in almost every battle, almost every war, they were outnumbered. Isn't that incredible when you think about their military record? So what would they do? Remember when I told you that each rider would have at least three spare mounts with him because you just switch horses over and over and over again. That way you never had to stop. In one battle, they took a bunch of straw and stuffed clothes full of it and put straw men on all the spare mounts so when they looked out from the city they would think there was four, five times as many Mongols as there really were. In one battle when Genghis Khan had his men bed down for the night in sight of the enemy, each man was instructed to light not a fire, five fires. And so the enemy thought that there were so many of them. The Mongols ran up against a moat one time. A moat. The Mongols, this was early on, they hadn't really encountered walls and moats. They didn't even know how to deal with the moat. But the Mongols quickly came up with a plan. Again, ruthless, not the most humane plan, but a plan. They gathered up a bunch of the people that they had captured and they marched those people out in front of their army towards the enemy city. And when those people walked into the moat, The people would get shot down and burned from above on the wall because that's the point of a moat. You get people bogged down in there, and you kill them. Well, the Mongols just kept sending people and sending people and sending people until so many people had died in the moat. The Mongols could just ride ride over the tops of the bodies. They filled the moat with dead bodies. The Mongols would routinely do this. You want to talk about ruthless, horrific, and brilliant? If I'm heading from point A to point B, and I run into a town on the way, and this town has a bunch of warriors in it, and the warriors don't feel like getting wiped out by the Mongols. Now, we're not friends, keep in mind, but they realize they don't want to get wiped out by the Mongols, so I say to them, hey, you all don't have to die. Here's what I need you to do. I need you to guard the rear when we pass through. You let us pass through. Guard the rear, make sure nobody else comes up, and then let us go down to point B so we can conquer. Okay, sounds good, right? You know what the Mongols would do? Oftentimes, they would go conquer point B, and then because they knew they couldn't totally trust the guys who just guarded their rear, they would just turn around and go back and kill them all. Horrible, yes. Brilliant? Oh my goodness, beyond belief. The Mongol war machine... The, the the things I could go over here, I'm going to stop now. We're going to get back to politics. It's more brilliant than I could. It could even describe. It's jaw dropping when you hear the things they did. When you read the things they did, because they had an institution that was built to produce said war machine. Our experts don't know anything. Our experts are complete and utter morons from the highest level. The highest levels, they're idiots. How? You know, I played Peter Hotez earlier. We're going to move off of him. I'm going to play for you. This is a little bit long. Her name is Meredith McNamara. She's not just a professor. She's a professor of pediatrics at Yale. You know, like the best institution in America. This is the institution that should be producing the top medical minds in pediatrics. This is long. Sit back and listen to what our institutions have to say.
3: It is very unscientific and flawed to pick a single study or a single statistic and to discuss it in isolation. Um, Totally agree. Medical experts are able to talk about all of the evidence as a whole. Totally agree. So it's good to look at systematic reviews, right? That's the gold standard of evidence when you're trying to understand whether something works or whether it doesn't. So the British Journal of Medicine looked at 61 systematic reviews, with the conclusion that, quote, there is great uncertainty about the effects of puberty blockers, cross-sex hormones, and surgeries in young people. Journal of Endocrine Society came up with the same conclusion, even the American Academy of Pediatrics. They all cite the lack of evidence. Do you not agree, just from an ethical standpoint, that you might want extremely strong evidence of the benefits, and there is no systematic review that, that states that there is strong evidence of benefits? Sir, are you aware of how the quality evidence grading system works and how it's applied? Yeah. Yeah, we read through it. That's why I'm citing these journals. So which journal says something different? We should have that debate. Tell me a journal that has done systematic reviews that cites different evidence, that cites strong
1: evidence for benefits of these therapies.
3: The standards of care were...
1: They're talking about child sex changes in case you missed it at the beginning. Developed
3: based on extensive...
1: You're not telling me any journal. You're not telling me any study. Don't say... yeah, child mutilation. Child mutilation. That's what they're talking about. Standards of care. care.
3: Yeah. So um Tell me one. The standards of care. That's the, the standards of care. That's yes, that's standards that's of not care. a journal. That's not a study. That's not an organization. That's not an institution. You're just saying words. Name one study. I'm out of time. I yield back.
1: Yale. We have a society rotting out from under us because our institutions rotted first. The institutions rotted, and now our institutions are actually incapable of producing experts. That's what's so scary. It's not just that we don't have them. We as a country are unable to produce them because the institutions that we should be able to rely on to produce them are all rotted to the core with diversity higher filth american medical association says bmi is racist bmi by the way is body mass index the american medical association is moving away from it because apparently too many black people turned up fat so now they're going to dump bmi so we will now produce yet another generation of doctors and nurses who won't even address obesity because facts make people uncomfortable. You want yet another example? Corinne Diversity Hire. Take it away. Here in this no, You know what? We're not playing that one first. Corinne Diversity Hire. I want to pause for a moment before I get to this. Keep in mind, this is a woman who's mispronounced every single word she's ever said in the White House. I can't even go down the list of all the different things that she has screwed up. She's the press secretary of whose job it is to communicate the president's agenda to the American people and she can't even talk, but that doesn't matter because how do you end up with with a with a hire like that as press sec? Here's how. A
2: year in this role,
0: there's been a couple of things that I, that has made me incredibly proud. Again, this is a historic administration. I'm a historic figure and I certainly walk in history every day.
1: I'm a historic figure and I walk in history every day. How, as a nation of 330 million people, do you end up with doctors who don't know what a boy or a girl is? How do you end up with a scientist who won't admit the evidence right in front of him that the vaccine does nothing to stop or slow the spread? In a nation of 330 million people, how do you have a press secretary who can't speak? How? All your institutions are rotted. All of them. There's no institution that's able to now produce experts. And the sad part is this. We need experts. Now, now, that doesn't mean it has to be you. We all know it's not going to be me. But we need engineering experts. We need doctors who are experts. We need welders who are experts. We need experts in fields. Experts They advance a nation. They maintain a nation. What does it mean for us that we can't produce them anymore? Nothing good. Nothing good at all. All right. We're moving on. We have other things I want to get to, like World War III and things like that. Before we do that, I've told you before about real estate, about what to do with your money, things you can touch and feel. But I really need to clarify something. When I talk about done-for-you real estate... And how they find the best properties for you and the best markets, and they they get you the financing, and they and they'll they'll take care of the closing and they manage the rental process. I feel like I've been leaving something out that I really need you to hear. You don't have to be wealthy to do this. School teachers, people like that do this. And what happens is done-for-you real estate builds generational wealth for your children and their children jesse i can't do that i I don't make enough money well you start out with one rental house work with done for you real estate they will handle everything for you they'll walk you through it that turns into two turns into five soon you quit your job if you want because you've got 10 rental houses These are people who share your values, building wealth for generations, not stock market wealth. Wealth you can touch and feel. Go to doneforyoujesse.com. These are wonderful people. Doneforyoujesse.com. Go start building wealth today.
2: You're listening to The Jesse Kelly Show. You're welcome. All right. God save the queen, man. (laughs)
1: the queen's dead Joe you can't save the queen anymore I'm sorry buddy she's gone she's gone it is the Jesse Kelly show now I get one last thing experts professor complains about feeling anxiety when he sees the American flag little Aiden, Jaden and Braden aren't going to college to become experts they're going to college to become America hating communists just keep that in mind Let's get to some emails before we get to the Muslims taking on the demon mob and some other juicy stuff tonight. Jesse, do your boys play football? Our son played in junior high, but now he's going into high school in the fall. He has no interest in continuing. He's a very active and athletic kid in other sports seasons. We told him he either needed to choose another sport or get an after-school job. The other options are tennis and cross-country. My husband played football and would like to see him continue, but wants it to be his choice. What say you? One, I say that I am not the world's parenting expert. Uh, I don't like telling people how to raise their kids. I'll tell you how I do it with my kids. This is how I do it with my kids. I believe, you know what? Pause on everything. You remember what I said in the beginning? This is going to tie back to something I said all the way in the beginning of the show and by total accident. Remember how I talked about how we have Many, many miserable, maybe this is you, disenfranchised men in this country. They're demoralized. They just don't feel like they have a chance. They, they And so what happens is they descend into some sort of darkness, whether it's booze or drugs or you see this a ton, they'll descend into some kind of online community of some kind. This is just something that will that, happen to men when they're bored and listless and purposeless in life. You know, one of the problems is, Men don't do or don't throw themselves into man things as much anymore. Man things. Military. I'm not telling you to have your kids join the military. I'm really not. I've told you I'm not having mine join this one. Sports. Uh, Woodworking. Something that men do. Man things to be around other men and compete. With other men, you will learn as much about life and people and yourself and everything doing things with other men in competition than you will reading a million philosophy books. You just will. It's just a fact. the, The way I'm answering your question is this. Our boys are pretty much required to be in at least a sport. Now, I am not that father who stands on the sidelines and screams at the referees. I'm not the, ones who be, I'm not the one who berates my son if he's not some kind of all-star. I don't care. I don't live my life vicariously through my children so they can do all the things I wasn't able to do. I want my sons to play sports of some kind because I want my sons to experience hardship, failure, hard work, competition, my boy, Chris said, is Lego a sport? That's not right. My boy over the weekend, my oldest son, James, he's been doing, he's a runner. Look, of course, I'm a father. I, I tried to get my kids into baseball and basketball and football. My oldest is a runner. My youngest does swimming. But for much of my boys' lives, when they've run or, or sw- swam or they played basketball, they played soccer, they tried everything. And those are the sports they ended up liking. But when they would lose or it wouldn't go well, They really didn't care. Sometimes they'd laugh it off. (laughs) Ha, ha, man, yeah, we suck. Over the weekend, my son, my oldest son, who's been training his butt off, he got put in a race, an off-season track race. Not for school. His strength and conditioning coach wanted him to go race against the fast kids. The kids who've been doing track for years. Most of their dads did track. These are the pros. James got his doors blown off. Now he's fast, don't get me wrong, he's fast for just starting out. He ran the 802 minutes and 30 seconds, so I know that's not Olympic level, but that's freaking fast, right? I couldn't do it. And I talked to James, he was furious, furious, beating himself up and furious. That made me more proud than his time. Why? Because boys laugh when they lose. Men hate it. Men hate to lose. I was more proud of him for being mad that he lost, not a boy anymore, than I was about his hard work or the time he ran because it told me my son's becoming a man. I'm the same way I despise to lose. I want to be number one. I hate it. It eats me if I lose. You get that from sports. To answer your question, you parents, about should I make him do this? Should I make him to do football? Should I make him do that? Look, I don't know that you make him do football. I don't know that you make him do a sport. Make him compete in something. And if he's a boy, throw him into man things. Throw him into man things and watch it help him become a man. All right? All right. talk about the Muslims taking on the demon mob and winning. Kind of freaking cool. Kind of a cool story, but in a way, a horrible story. We'll get to that in a moment. Now, you need to do man things, too. Like... Get on a male vitality stack from CHOP. And I'm not joking about that. Fellas, we need testosterone. It's not something we just have for funsies. It's not just so you can enjoy yourself with the wife. Testosterone, you need it for your focus, for your energy, for your mood. It is a necessity. We cannot afford as men to have our testosterone levels drop the way they are in a society. We're just not going to make it if they do. But we don't want big pharma involved, and we don't want to go down to the local low-T clinic and get injections in your arm with all that crap. We want to do it naturally, don't we? We want to work out. We want to eat better. We want to get on a male vitality stack from Chalk, and we want to watch our lives change. You take a male vitality stack from Chalk for three months, fellas, and then you email me and you tell me how you feel, no matter your age, 20 or 80, go take it. Female vitality stack for the ladies. No matter what you're interested in, go look at the endless natural herbal supplements at Chalk and the things they can do for you. Go to choq.com and use the promo code JESSE. 20% increase in your testosterone in 90 days. That's insane. Chalk.com, promo code JESSE. We'll be back. you've heard me say it dog food is dead food truth is naturopathic dr dennis black created rough greens because of his love and concern for dogs by the way he's an amazing man a former airborne ranger green beret and helicopter pilot but now dr black has a new mission to help us do what's best for our furry family members. I am so glad he created Rough Greens to help dogs who suffer from itching, scratching, bad breath, digestive and elimination problems and low energy. Rough Greens is packed with vitamins, minerals, digestive enzymes, probiotics, omega oils and antioxidants. Your dog really will feel better and live longer. Fred is certainly proof of that and Dr. Black wants to prove it to you with a free Jumpstart trial bag so your dog can try it. Just cover the shipping. You don't even have to change your dog's food just sprinkle on a scoop of rough greens go to roughgreens.com slash jesse for your free jumpstart trial bag that's roughgreens.com slash jesse or call 833-33-MY-DOG
2: Weekdays with The Jesse Kelly Show.
1: It is The Jesse Kelly Show. And no, I did not forget that today is, I believe it's a federal holiday now, Juneteenth. We did get some Juneteenth headlines here. One dead in mass shooting following San Diego Juneteenth dispute. Shooting in Asheville Juneteenth celebration leads to cancellation. At least 21 shot at Juneteenth celebration in gun-controlled Illinois. So don't tell me we didn't bring up Juneteenth today because we did today, all right? (laughs) Also, don't tell me we don't care about bridges in the state of Pennsylvania. We're there with Senator Cucumber.
3: And now I'm standing next to the president, again, next to a collapsed bridge here. And he is here to commit to work with the (laughs) governor and the, the the delegation to make sure that we get this fixed quick, fast as well too. This is a president that is committed to infrastructure, yeah. And then on top of that, uh, the the jewel uh, uh, kind of a uh, uh, law of the inflation infrastructure uh, bill that is going to make sure that there's going to be bridges all across like this all across the America getting rebuilt.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. And what? What are we going to fix? I'll tell you what we're going to fix. Uh, no, I don't know. I, I uh, would, would, would
3: just um, <laughs> really like to, you know, the 95, 95, 95,
1: you know. Um. Absolutely. I stand with Fetterman. Absolutely. Jesse, it's with a heavy heart. All right, get, get focused here for a second. Someone needs some prayer. It's with a heavy heart that I share with you the death of a future anti-communist. On June 13th, at 37 weeks pregnant, my daughter delivered her, quote, sleeping baby boy. Any woman who has an abortion and claims she has no regrets is lying. I believe my daughter will mourn this child every day the rest of her life. Thanks for the laughs. I need them right now. And her name is Sylvia. Um, the pain of losing a child is not one you forget. Sad to say, I know from experience. So I just wanted to read this really quickly. We're going to move on because I wanted you to do me a favor and keep Sylvia and her daughter, obviously, and that family in your prayers tonight. That is a hurt that stays with you for some time. So prayers for that family From the Jesse Kelly Show family, please remember them in your prayers. Now, speaking of prayers, I'm not going to spend a long time on this because I'm going to get upset, and I don't want to belabor the point. The headline is this. All Muslim Council bans LGBTQ flags from Michigan City property. Okay, so the City Council is all Muslim now. The all-Muslim city council said, pride flags are gone. Nope, no more. I am happy this happened. I'm disappointed in America's Christian community because Muslims in this country are a teeny tiny percentage of what Christians are. But Christians, they not only vote 50% of the time. Half of Christians don't even vote. When they get into office, they spend a lot of time being nice. And a lot of time cheek turning. They do almost nothing to take back their culture and fight against the demons. The Muslims, they take back a city council. Muslims going to get some things done. Christians, we should all be ashamed that these people, that these demons now run our society, that they run every part of our society is because of our apathy. It's because of way too many turn the other cheek sermons. And I don't want to get political from the pulpit. I just want to be nice. Let's just talk about love, guys. And now we have a society where young girls get their breasts chopped off. Now we have a society where pride flags fly from the White House. They fly from the naval vessels. Pride flags in your Disney movies. Pride flags everywhere as they try to convince your son that he can actually become a woman if he cuts his penis off. Way too apathetic. With a fraction of our number, the Muslims start getting cultural wins. But hey... I don't want to interrupt any cheek-turning, all right? I certainly don't want to interrupt any cheek-turning. After all, why why would you go try to vote this guy out of office when you're just about love?
2: I continue hearing people making the argument that we're doing it because we want to prevent our students from having discomfort or guilt because we don't want our students to be able to really wrestle with these really difficult things in times when they're maturing as individuals and difficult historical points. But... The thing I realized, and I wanted to speak out about it, is that's actually not true. It's 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 a guise. It's not about making kids uncomfortable. It's not saying. about making kids feel uncomfortable. It's about telling other kids that they shouldn't understand their own power. It's castrating them.
1: They shouldn't understand their own power. But look, hey, I don't want. I certainly don't want anyone to be uncomfortable. After all, Jesus would want us all to sit on our hands, wouldn't He? He'd want us all to just sit around while the demons take over. Speaking of which, former President Barack Obama calls for getting Americans' digital fingerprints to police misinformation. Isn't it funny? How these people are so laser-focused on criminalizing disinformation and misinformation. Remember Peter Hotez from earlier? So the
2: point is, anti-vaccine disinformation, it's always done a lot of damage and harm, but now it's a yeah. lethal force in the United States. And that's why we thats why we have to have that discussion. And I offered to come and talk to Joe Rogan again. I've been on a couple of... Lethal.
1: He calls it lethal. Why would he call it lethal? Why would you use such extreme language like that? Because they intend to criminalize dissent. And just in case you're wondering the kind of people we're dealing with, here is Stacey Plaskett. But now having the classified information
2: for Americans and being able to put that out and share it in his resort with anyone and everyone who comes through should be terrifying to all Americans. Mm -hmm. And he needs to be stopped.
1: That's pretty revealing, isn't it? When you say the quiet part out loud on accident, Burger Guru, you are too young to remember. But I remember when Rush published his first two books, The Way Things Ought to Be and See, I Told You So. And the same malarkey was going on. He was cleansed off the New York Times bestseller list. And the little commie libs in the bookstores would hide his books in the cooking and science fiction section or just turn their face inward. Persevere. And his name is Chris yeah, this is about the anti-communist manifesto, manifesto and we found out it was thanks to you, the fourth best-selling book of any kind in the United States of America last week, and the New York Times best-selling list, which is 15 books, they left it off the list completely. And as I said last week, I will say again now, I don't care. We did not write the book for the New York Times. We wrote the book. I wrote the book for your kids. I wrote the book for my kids. I wrote the book for you. I wrote the book so we would all have some sort of a blueprint of the history of what we're facing and what we're facing and what we can actually do about it. The New York Times can go screw themselves, them and their list. Dear world famous author, what did you miss more while you were on your measly four city book tour? You know, that's not nice. Your dog, Fred, your Midlife Crisis car, or your soundboard. Let the bar eat, please. Okay. One, I'm offended that you think I would miss my dog. And I'm really embarrassed that I did say to the wife, because she came with me at the end of the tour. She had to watch the kids and take them to practices. And then grandparents came into town to watch the kids over the weekend And she met me for kind of a tour finale we did down in Miami, down in South Beach in Miami. And I'll get to Miami and South Beach in a moment. Uh, She came and joined me down there. And I was telling her, man, I really miss the kids. I miss the buddies. I miss the buddies. And it just slipped out one time. I can't believe I said it in front of her. I'm so mad at myself. I said to her, I kind of miss Fred too. And she looks at me and rolls her eyes and said, you're so pathetic. You play this tough guy on the radio and you miss the stupid dog. It's not my fault. The idiot throws himself on you. He did it. The second I got home, I was hugging the boys and trying to see him. And Fred is so excited for me to greet him. He's jumping up and like hitting me with his paws. He's like saying, please, I'm here. Love me. What are you supposed to do with that idiot? Anyway, I love him and I hope he keeps doing that forever. That's why we give him rough greens. We give him rough greens. It's a natural nutritional supplement with vitamins and minerals and probiotics and digestive enzymes and omega oils, and it fixed Fred's digestive problems. And I know when I give it to Fred that I'm buying myself more years of that fluffy idiot jumping up on me when I get home. That's what I know. You want your dog to live longer and better? Go give him some rough greens. Pour it on your dog's food. Again, your dog's food is dead. There's no nutrition in it. Give your dog food for the first time ever. Just pour it on their food. Roughgreens.com slash Jesse. That's roughgreens.com slash Jesse. Or you can call
2: 833-33-MY-DOG. He doesn't care if you believe him, but he's right. Jesse Kelly.
1: It is the Jesse Kelly Show. We'll get to headlines here in just a second. I told you I was going to give you a little update on the, the end of it. So the book tour ended. The last stop was in Tampa. You guys were just so awesome the whole way. I, I loved meeting with you. I, I thought it was so cool to finally shake your hand and talk to you. And it was a blast. And then the uh, Simon and & Schuster and Premier and The First. Remember, I'm on TV every night, 9 p.m. Eastern. Not to brag. I'm a huge celebrity. But I'm on t- What, Chris... Uh, anyway they they all organized a big party for me at the end they chose Miami at the end it was just a, a me and a bunch of friends meeting at uh Italian restaurant that was real nice and we went out and ate some food and South Beach was where it was so I didn't really I'd, I'd never really spent much time in Miami I did a couple nights there when I was younger but I was we just didn't do much we were just there just kind of we went out to a crappy grungy bar had a couple beers called it a night South Beach, I did not realize quite how ritzy it was, and we were in South Beach, and everyone knows I love Florida. We've been to Marco Island, which I loved. We've been to Hollywood, Florida, which I loved. I love the beach. I love the water. I love Florida. I enjoyed South Beach. I want to stress this. I had a good time, not my speed per se. It's one of my least favorite places of Florida. It was very, very very fancy there were lamborghinis and ferraris everywhere uh, fashion models all over the place art galleries all over the place uh, chris you would never pay the prices there i we had a breakfast buffet at the hotel so i get this I, I swear on my life this is a true story on my life we Ab and i woke up the wife and i woke up final morning getting ready to go to the airport We decided we we're gonna eat in the hotel we usually don't do that we think there's better food and better prices outside of the hotel. We didn't really have time. So we go down to the hotel, this fancy restaurant. They have a breakfast buffet. Now, in fairness, this is not the Sizzler breakfast buffet that I'm used to, but it, it was a very, very high-end breakfast buffet. Okay? So that, in fairness, we got two breakfast buffets. Chris, two breakfast buffets. Now, I said high-end, Chris. Remember, high-end hotel, high-end breakfast buffet, two breakfast buffets. What do you think the bill was, Chris? Go. $35 a piece? $141 was the total bill. I about lost my stuff. Aubrey said, it's okay. As she, As soon as I saw the bill, she starts rubbing my back. She says, it's okay. It's it's okay. And I said, it's fine. I was totally playing it cool at that point in time. I said, it's fine. It's absolutely fine. I mean, $140 for some eggs and some toast. It's fine. It's not robbery or anything. It's I'm, not, I'm fine. I'm not going to burn the building down. It's fine. Anyway, but it was a fancy place. And I'm much more of a uh, get me some conch fritters and more of a family environment thing. We like to go with where the boys can have fun. That was not, it was not necessarily my speed. That said, you Cubans, man, you can cook and make some coffee. I had Cuban coffee every morning. I walked down to this concierge in the hotel, because again, I don't like to eat in the hotel. And I said, where can I get some decent local breakfast and a good cup of this Cuban coffee I'd heard so much about? And the guy looks around because there's all these restaurants in the hotel and he tells me, go to the Valero gas station. And I said, "I said, excuse me, what? He said, all my life, Chris, he said, the Valero gas station, it's two blocks up the road. I said, okay, okay, okay. I walk out and I'm thinking this guy's got to be messing with me at this point in time. I walk two blocks up the road, walk in this Valero. There's a line. You already know what the deal is. There's a line. Cops are in line. You always eat where the cops are, because the cops know where every good food place is. And it's a bunch of Cuban women who don't even speak English running a Cuban cafe and bakery inside the Valero. That's the best cup of coffee I've ever had in my life. And they had all these Cuban pastries and empanadas in there. And you would have, oh, you would have been so impressed. I could tell, I could tell they were pretty impressed by my Spanish, by my español. I said, I want a, a dos empanadas de queso. And dos empanadas de chorizo, and 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 she looked at me a little funny, but I think it was she was so impressed, and she got me the empanadas and the Cuban cup of coffee. Oh my gosh, it was fantastic! So the Cubans can eat. I enjoy Cuban culture and Cuban food. The it was a little fancy for me, a little fancy for me. That's all I'm saying. I probably as much as I love Florida, South Beach probably won't happen again. It didn't feel that dangerous though. That's at least, at least it felt relatively safe. Now, maybe that's just because I've been practicing with my Mantis X so I know that I'm deadly because my Mantis X allows me to practice in the comfort of my home. I don't have to go to the range. I don't have to shoot a bunch of ammunition. I will get feedback. They will put me through drills. I get to practice, not only practice, but keep my score in practice. Mantis X, you get to watch yourself improve and get better. Mantis X is what you need, man. Whether you're a seasoned pro, whether you're a beginner who just doesn't want to be judged at the range, get a Mantis X. They'll send it to your house. You dry fire practice in the comfort of your home. MantisX.com, all right? MantisX.com. And now... Here's a headline. Go, you, know you know the thing. Headlines we didn't get to. Sketch artist responds after critics rebuff him for portraying Trump as too young and too good-looking. It's wild how every part of our society has been so politicized and weaponized against the right that the poor sketch artist didn't make Trump ugly enough and he's catching flack for it. US National Parks host drag queen tours for Pride Month. Of course, of course the National Parks in America would do something to honor America's national religion. Dodgers honor anti-Catholic drag queens in front of a near empty stadium. This actually made me a little bit proud. The Dodgers brought out that vile demonic group. And I've never seen the stadium that empty in any baseball stadium ever. I, I think there were four people in the video I saw and they were all booing. It was fantastic. It was great. Former AG Barr makes bold prediction. Trump will be indicted for January 6th riot. Wow, that's a. Really bold prediction that you've heard me say a thousand times on the Jesse Kelly show. That said, is ever is anyone else tired of Bill Barr's media press tour? He he's on this media press tour where he's interviewed every other day, and he's only getting these interviews because he's willing to trash Trump every other day. And you know, I don't play kid gloves with any of these politicians. If I have a problem with Trump, I come out and I say my daggone problem with Trump. But these people who just they get famous, they get media famous because they're the anti Trump guy. It's it pretty transparent. Texas Rangers remain the only Major League Baseball team without Pride Night. Our commitment is to make everyone feel welcome, they said. Just in case you're looking for a baseball team to support. Bud Light, I know, Bud Light no longer the top beer in America after the controversy feel like we covered this like 10 times last week. I guess we'll keep saying it, though. Remember, you can email the show, Jesse at jessiekellyshow.com. Jesse at jessiekellyshow.com. We'll be back tomorrow because we're doing all five shows this week, not to brag, all right? That's all.
2: When you drive a vehicle so reliable, it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty. You stop thinking about what you can't do. And start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia,
3: movement that inspires. Call 800 333 4Kia for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10 year 100,000 mile powertrain
0: and 5 year 60,000 mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States.